0: You're listening to the Metaphysical Mentor Podcast with Michael Philpott, providing you inspiration, information, knowledge, and motivation to help you on your soul's path. Covering topics related to health and happiness from the mystical to the metaphysical and everything in between, making the unknown known. Now let's join the podcast to discover today's topic. And we are recording. Hello, Dorothy Knight. How are you?
1: Hello, Michael. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing. A
0: fan- I'm doing fantastic, and uh, I'm really happy that you're back on the show for season two. I'm Yay, really pumped about that. Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I couldn't have done it Amazing. without your help in season one, and just to let you know that uh, your episode that we did was one of my highest downloads. Uh, for what? that, yes. Amazing. So, yeah, everybody was really excited about uh, understanding fifth dimensional energies. What's happening with that? A lot of people are waking up to this new consciousness, and I have a lot of newbies that come to uh, the podcast, and they're looking for like basically spiritual mentorship. And there's so much information out there, and there's a lot of fluff, a lot of BS. And that's one of the things I like about you and how you describe and teach about fifth dimensional energies. You kind of move through the fluff. You kind of kind of a no bullshit. Here it is. And you really kind of explain it so that the regular Joe out there or Joanne could, uh, you know, really understand that. And that's why I wanted to have you back on because there are some concepts and things that have been uh, a lot of buzzwords have been around this. And it's, you know, for us who've been doing this for a while, they kind of understand it. So we're going to probably talk about today, we may go off on a few tangents, but today we're going to talk about one thing. We're going to be talking about the matrix. Now, a lot of people think the matrix is the movie. Well, you know, life does imitate art or art imitates life. I don't know much We're sure. how it says, but you know, that movie really kind of, you know, it was really something interesting about that movie, but it's either there's more to it than that. And the other one you talk about a lot is shifting timelines. Now, I'm really interested in this. And I think a lot of people are just feeling this, but are not aware of that. But first thing I have to say, you know, congratulations on your move. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah. So well, how did that that's, come? Like, that's was, called
1: jumping timelines.
0: <laughs> that Man, you jumped. Like, yeah, we jumped. can
1: do it. Too. You can do it too. Yeah.
0: yeah. So let's talk about, you know, what made your decision to, I mean, this is, I mean, you did this all, like you, you're, you're going to be moving in another couple of months anyway. So you moved out of the city. So you've decided to get out of the city and that was the first move. You moved up north. And basically, was that kind of your understanding of saying, okay, I need to get out of this, this matrix thing?
1: There's a lot of layers to this particular timeline shift, but what happened was, I mean, we've been coming here for years. There's a family cottage here, so I'm not unfamiliar with the area, but I felt very resonant with this particular area like by Georgian Bay so especially during the past year and a half when this whole pandemic was happening we would come up here this was our getaway our refuge our solace solstice uh, solstice solstice that's a a astrological term (laughs) solace we sought solace here and I noticed how different I felt when I started coming here And I always felt that, but it was more noticeable than before. So when we'd head back to the city, I was like, what is this? Like I felt the collective energy. So the collective energy being everybody's stuff, everybody's thought forms, everybody's attachments, everybody's unresolved trauma, the karma, the drama. And it felt like It was much more work to maintain my own vibration, my own higher vibration. And as someone who's an energy teacher, a Reiki practitioner, a generational healer, it it takes its toll when you take on people's stuff, right? You're helping them process through some very difficult and challenging timelines and emotions and stress and anxiety, inner child wounding, shadow work, all of it. So... It just felt very natural to start to think outside the box of the city that I lived in and expand. So I was like, hmm, I feel really good when I'm there. Imagine how I can serve people even better when I'm in a natural setting. And I just put it out there. I set that intention. Like, if this is good for me, it's for my highest good, it's for the highest good of everyone, bring it into alignment. It'll manifest very quickly. And I really held that intention in my heart and then boom. We moved very quickly. So that was the first timeline jump. And truthfully, the seed that I really planted like for the last 10 years is I've been dreaming of living somewhere warm, somewhere tropical. And I felt like this was the little quantum leap for this timeline jump that I'm talking about now, moving to Costa Rica because I was already that much closer to the setting, the environment that I now needed to embody a higher vibration to manifest another timeline jump. So a lot happened in the six months that I've lived here on a very personal level in my own journey, my own healing, my own ascension, my service to humanity. And because I did so much, I essentially collapsed timelines. We'll talk about timelines more in depth, but yeah the next opportunity presented itself just like that. And the soul knows, the soul leads the way, the higher self knows. And it's like, I know I have to be there next. And all of my moves on another level are very geographically divinely designed because I'm a grid worker. So I work with ley lines, I work with the earth's grid. So even where I am now is very connected to poor credit, that runs from niagara falls all the way through the bruce peninsula here in ontario canada it goes through all of the great lakes where the focal point is up in sault saint marie where there's a powerful vortex of energy so wherever i go i go where the energy flows and the energy goes with me and i continue my healing work for humanity individually and also for the earth so i'm supporting both the earth's ascension as well as humanity's it's all one and the same there is no separation Our healing affects all healing.
0: So do you want to talk about where you're moving to?
1: Yeah. Costa Rica.
0: Costa Rica. So what made Costa Rica, like what guided you to Costa Rica? I mean, I know we can say your soul guided you there, but what was it about Costa Rica that you decided to uh, kind of move from Canada to Costa Rica?
1: well, there's a lot happening here in our beautiful country. And it's again, one of those soul promptings that I feel I need to be there for a specific time to do specific energy work and continue my growth and expansion and energy integration and embodiment. That's a lot of what is she talking about? That sounds really fluffy. But what it means is that it's, I feel I have to be there at a certain place at a certain time for a certain thing. So I've never been there. I've never been to the country. And I find that very interesting because I've done this before where I've moved to places I've never even visited before. Really? But somehow there are already so many people that I know there. I already have friends and connections and family and community and support. So when these things happen, And they flow without much kerfuffle, without much resistance and obstruction. That's when you know you're in alignment. It's a very flowy state and things happen very quickly. So it's one of those things like, you know, if you've ever had something where you just decided and you decided and you committed to it and you held that intention or that vibration... The universe is receiving that message and it works very quickly. It works very quickly to match the vibration that you're holding. That's it. Those, those are the energetics of things. Wow. So I'm excited to go there because it's a uh, paradise and it's totally my jam with what I do with yoga, with energy healing, and I'm gonna explore the country and see what happens there. I don't even know how long I'm going for. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a beautiful country. Yeah, I went there years ago, and yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah, I mean the energy is uh, off the chart. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm really pumped for you there, and uh, and I'm really excited about the fact that you've seen this and you mentally rehearsed this, and you basically came together, and you it just everything just kind of fell into place. Previously, when we first uh, started the podcast, I wanted to talk about the the matrix. And kind of just, I almost seem like it's, there's this illusion that we live in. And it's almost like how you basically plucked yourself out of this. And you realize that this energy, this attachment, this, this false reality that we kind of, this paradigm that we live in, and you kind of plucked yourself out and you realize, okay, this is what's going on. I need to get out of this, this energy and move forward that. Can you maybe just describe to people who are not really familiar with the kind of the concept of the matrix, besides the movie guys, um, what it really is all about.
1: The movie is such a fantastic parallel and I encourage everyone to watch it or rewatch it. I actually rewatched it last year when this whole thing was uh, just starting to percolate. And when you watch something from a different level of awareness, it's like the, the subtext, the hidden meanings, the in between line stuff, it just really jumps out at you. And I'm like, oh, we're in the matrix. We're in the movie. It's not a movie, it's reality. It's what's happening around us all the time. And it's exactly what Neil's presented with. Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? One pill being the 3D matrix, which is the Fear survival program template that has been present on Earth, encoded on Earth in so many layers through space and time over the last 26,000 years because of our cycle astrologically in space and time. And then there's the blue pill because of where we are in space and time. The energy is shifting rapidly. So, what's happening is that Earth is starting to wake up from her slumber from her own trauma timelines, her own karmic cycles that she's held energetically as an imprint on this planet for so long so it's ruffling all of us up because we're not separate from this planet we're not separate from this earth so whatever happens to earth absolutely we're going to feel that so as soon as this started happening like i felt something moving shifting i'm like this doesn't feel right this feels very synthetic what's happening to humanity it's actually disconnecting us further from our divine connection to nature our intimate connection to source, to universe, to God, whatever you identify with beyond yourself. Hopefully you identify with something beyond yourself because you're listening to this podcast. And if you don't, I (laughs) encourage you to start asking those (laughs) questions. Go a little bit deeper. Like, hmm, is there something more to just this experience that I'm having, right? So it became very apparent. And I know so many of us are now seeing this. It's obvious, It's what we call the timeline split. And it's been happening for the last year and a half, right? Because before this whole thing happened, this world event, we'll call it, we were kind of in this amnesia. We kind of thought we were happy, but we were still very much in this hamster wheel of karma. We just played it out, but we didn't really pay attention to it. And that's why it took this event to start to get our attention because Earth is ascending and we got to do our work. (laughs) We can't sustain the frequencies that are coming into this planet. So these timelines, the red pill and the blue pill are timelines, right? So you can continue staying asleep, not really facing your shadow self, your fears, whatever it is. And what that does is it propels you into that continued construct of reality, which is buying into the one that is created for you. It's a very synthetic one that is deeply rooted in fear,
0: in yeah, fear so and
1: survival and scarcity. And they know that they know that that's how they get us. And that's why we're still stuck in this paradigm. But some people felt through the bullshit they saw through the bullshit, they're continuing to see through the bullshit, or they're just awakening to it. So even humanity is in its own stages of identifying that hmm, there might be something greater beyond this, there's something going on here, there's something that doesn't resonate with this thing inside of me. I think it's my soul. It's what, what do they call it that higher self? Oh, that That greater knowing or that intuition, suddenly all these things, these buzzwords are starting to make sense to us. So, some people are opting for the other pill. They're going down the rabbit hole. What happens when you go down the rabbit hole? You think that's air you're breathing? That's from the movie, right? Exactly. Wow. You start to get glimpses of your multi dimensional existence. And how do you ever go back (laughs) to the 3D matrix? Then, you know, you're here to take it down.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's so true. It's, and it's so powerful, you know, when you realize, you know, and when you get caught up in it and you realize that just that little spark, that little intuition that there's something wrong, like you said, and you just, uh, you're just, your eyes kind of just get opened and you realize like, holy shit, I have been stuck in this same job, the same shitty life, the same karmic patterns over and over again, the same relationships, the same people, and she's like, "There's got to be more to this. There's got to be more to life than this. Like, well, what's going on? So, how do we? How do we? Once we get that spark, how do we get out of it? How do we start really moving towards the light? Of I could say that. Like, how do we start shifting that?
1: Okay, I love this. This is such a great question. So, I'll really break it down so we can simplify this process as best as we can. So, our bodies are beautiful beautiful biocomputers. They're so intelligent. They are such valuable technology, which is why they like to be tampered with through various things, which shall be unnamed in this chat. But um, get to know your body. And I mean that on every cellular level, all the nooks and crannies where maybe you've overlooked things, where you've suppressed things, where you've regressed things, where you haven't acknowledged things. And that is scary. That's where most for most people, the journey begins. It's facing yourself. It's feeling uncomfortable and understanding why am I feeling uncomfortable? Why do I have physical ailments, disease, pain, disharmony, disalignment? What are all these contributing factors for me not feeling good? innately we are designed to feel good and if we're not listening to the biofeedback of our body our body's always speaking to us we ignore it or we result resort to other things be it like medicine medication you know drugs alcohol all of it all of you know, it to like numb it's... the pain or whatever it is that we do right that is not healing that is not facing ourselves that is not transcending anything and that's what keeps us asleep if we stay in that so body awareness number one really just even if it's for one minute one minute just close your eyes and just tune in go within and all the answers are there all the answers that even right now you can just like where am i holding on to tension or tightness what's the state of my thoughts right now what am i thinking about <laughs> the same thoughts i had yesterday and the day before like are they good thoughts are they constructive are they positive are they motivational inspirational or not or am i on loop what program am i running which brings me to level two second part mind your mind what are your thoughts what is your thought process every single day what reality are you buying into what is your story what story are you feeding yourself or buying into that's not even yours so get to know your story really well the best way to figure that out is through everybody around you, because we're all just mirrors for each other. We're all just mirrors. That's so if true. If someone triggers you, it's not their problem. It's your problem. Why do they trigger you? Why did that piss you off? Why did that upset you? That is a beautiful opportunity, an invitation to explore and find the seed, the root, the origin of what that is. What is your first memory of feeling that way? probably in your childhood or it might be from previous lifetimes
0: so when we start to
1: understand our triggers our triggers are our teachers so now we have a basis we have a baseline to start to work with and that is now called the healing journey so once we start to identify our patterns our reactions our triggers our belief systems now we can go another layer deeper and that's our spiritual journey, so starting to do, like, the mirror work, like, facing our shadows, exploring our inner child, wounding, or shadow, shadow selves, like, there's just so many layers to us, we're, like, little icebergs floating on the ocean, and we're all just, like, this little superficial layer that everybody sees, how you doing, Bob? Fine, how you fine, what the hell is fine? Fine is, fine is an opportunity to say, ah, I'm not fine i'm really not actually i don't know what fine i think there is. was
0: an that's acronym funny. for fine it was i think it was called freaked out insecure neurotic and <laughs> ex, uh, excited or something like that i think that's what it was called it uh i don't know for sure but let's talk about yeah. the shadow work for a second because i think that's really important i think that's a real key that a lot of people miss on and i think i think a lot of this work is because our people are fearful of doing this work is because they got to face themselves they got to look at themselves all the muck all the trauma. And you have to realize this is something that was done to you. This is stuff that's, you know, it's it's just part of you. It's just, it's part of you to just let go of it. So maybe just touch just a little br- briefly on the, sh- the shadow work so people can have an understanding of what it's really about.
1: So we all have shadow selves, right? And it's just those aspects of yourselves that are not authentically you. So they accumulate themselves much like magnets or attachments that you've collected or harbored through lifetimes through ancestral timelines through generational cycles and karmic cycles so they act out in a sense that's on a very i feel cellular level so whenever we are for example triggered there's certain genetic markers that are being activated based on that trigger that event, that circumstance. So the shadow self is those subconscious and unconscious aspects of ourselves. And if we don't face them because they actually govern our whole operating system and what we do and how we do and why we do. So if we never understand those things and we just see them at a very superficial level, like the little iceberg that's floating around, well, then that's it. We're just this this blob of dark matter and shadow that's beneath the surface. And this is the the caveat here is that that self, those shadow selves of your suppressed whatever is surfacing. It's rising because earth is doing the same thing. It's rising. So there's really no place to hide anymore. We can't really hide those shadows. And especially if there's more light being illuminated on all these things, on our truth, We have to see the shadow. The shadows that are cast right now are pretty big and the truth must be revealed. The truth must come out because if this planet is rising in vibration, it's going to hurt the body, the physical body to sustain any density we have to clear that we have to make space if we want our vibration to go up in synchronicity with earth and be in harmony with earth's resonances so that's why a lot of people are going cuckoo they're going crazy they just can't acknowledge or they're not even aware they're not conscious of what they're experiencing on a very physical level that's why there's so many people that are just in extremely reactive states and not feeling very good and they're projecting those shadow selves, those trauma timelines onto everybody else, hence the collective <laughs> field once again. So yeah. this is only happening because we have a bunch of adults with unresolved trauma who yeah. have not done their healing work.
0: Yeah. They're and not that's conscious the, it, to it. Yeah. yeah. And those are the people that we put in leadership roles. Yeah. And, it's, <laughs> it's a, and that's a scary thought. You think about all those people around the world that we put in these leadership roles that have unresolved issues that are basically projecting on a larger scale everything right. else. I mean, yeah, it's it's really scary. So is that why you really, I know a lot of your posts, you talk about the Schumann Resonance and the importance of it and about being connected with that. Do you want to kind of just explain a little bit about the Schumann Resonance and why, you know, you do a lot of posting with it and why it was so important with everybody?
1: It's such a great tool and you can just get an app on your phone and you can track them all the time on the daily, like I do. So the Schumann's Resonance was invented by a German guy, last name Schumann, You can look up the history. Google has all those answers. But what it measures is the electromagnetic activity between Earth and the ionosphere. So what's happening right now, we're so like a little speck in the universe, right? There's just so much happening on a cosmic level right now. So the sun is also... Rising in its frequency and the solar activity that's taking place right now, the blasts of solar energy that are coming into the earth are creating these cosmic concoctions, these storms, this activity on the earth's surface. And that's what the Schumann's resonance is measuring. And how is earth? responding to that they're doing this cosmic dance because inside of the earth is the earth's heart so the earth is again a perfect mirror of our system our energy system chakra system the earth's core that's her heart her heart center so we feel the pulse the frequency maybe some of you are feeling like time is speeding up or you feel like your heart is racing sometimes there's a correlation there to that because of the resonances so the earth and the sun are doing this like cosmic cosmicness. I'm doing like interpretive dance, but it's yeah, a weaving right. of a dance. It's like back and forth, back and forth. And who's in the middle of all of that? We are, we are the conduits to running this energy through. We're going to feel it on a very deep and cellular level, which is once again, triggering up so many things inside of us. So it's really good to study this because, and if you're interested, you can look at my socials and stuff to understand how to read the chart but you'll know what's happening on the collective. So if there's a day where you're like, damn, everyone's like edgy, everyone's cutting me off, everyone's angry, what the hell is happening today? Is it me? No, it's never you, it's everybody. So if you look on the chart, for example, on those types of days, you're going to see a lot of solar activity, a lot of light information that's flooding into the planet. You'll see a lot of white in the chart, these white columns, okay? A lot of static, a lot of stuff is being triggered up in the collective then on other days like today for example it's actually really calm so it's beautiful it's like these it looks like the ocean so you'll see these colors of blue and green so it's a chance for earth to recalibrate and that means we get to recalibrate so it's like breathing we're breathing alongside earth and this is when we get to, if we know what we're doing, we're doing our soul work. We are committed to our ascension process and expanding our consciousness. This is when we integrate that crazy energy I was just talking about on those days where you see the crazy white energy coming in. That's when we process it. We assimilate it into our bodies. What happens when we assimilate this energy is we are tapping into our pure potential Yeah. because it goes right into our dna and wow. our dna is our pure potential that's where our soul's original divine blueprint lives we have our unique set of coding that we are here to fulfill in our quote unquote soul mission our soul purpose we all have one some of us feel very called to it some of us already know what that is some of us feel there's something greater that we're supposed to do with this lifetime and we're all light workers that's that calling. That's that clarion Like, Hey, earth needs you. You better remember. You better remember. It's a remembering process, this ascension process. And it comes in layers and it comes in cycles and you'll get it. You'll keep climbing aspects of yourself until you clear more of that density away. It starts to shed. It starts to fall off like a skin, like a baggage, like a backpack, whatever it is, because you no longer identify with that 3D matrix, that story, You start to see past it, you start to move through it, you have to go through it to get through it, but it does become lighter, it does become brighter and you have this peace, this tranquility, this groundedness, this centeredness that's always present in you. And that's where all your power lies that is your sovereignty that's claiming that sovereignty and and your freedom and to express that in your divine gifts and service to humanity so. That's why it's really good to pay attention to what's happening on Earth because, again, it directly impacts us and how we're feeling on the day-to-day. So yeah. check it out. Get an app and just see what Earth is saying on the daily.
0: Yeah, and I think that'd be really helpful and just in general because this way you could get yourself really more in tune. So if you're feeling out of tune, then you could build up a repetition or even a, a, a somehow a vocabulary or a, a sense of feeling of what's going on so you get more aware of it. And that'll bring more intelligence and, and consciousness into your body. Because if you start to realize, okay, I'm feeling out of whack and you look, oh, okay, this is why, this is what's going on. So now it's like the earth is out of whack. There's a little bit more energy flowing. Okay. I'm a little feeling unstable. So now I can feel that in my body. So it's almost like you're kind of using the, uh, the Schumann resonance app in a way it's to kind of retrain your body in some ways to help you condition yourself to understand what's going on.
1: You know, actually, we are nature's tuning fork, so I wouldn't rely solely on the resonances. They're a very helpful tool to understand what is happening energetically, but we're more intelligent than that, and we can override it at any time. And oftentimes you will, because if you become really in tune and connected to nature, you will feel these things happening before the resonances pick them up and show them on the chart. You are the human resonance. Yeah. And I've learned that over the past year, because I would start to feel like, oh, oh, a blackout's coming. And I actually did this last week. I told everybody, I'm like, guys, next 24 hours to 48 hours, blackout's happening. I just feel it. I feel the shift on the grid. Sure enough, within 12 hours, mm-hmm. it was even sooner than I thought, blackout for 52 hours. So <laughs> it's just like, you just know, and people are like, yeah, I felt it too. So it's not just me. Like, if you actually spend time in nature that's where all the answers are if you spend time grounding into nature and connecting with the frequencies feeling the pulse of the earth paying attention to the cues like you will pick up on these things we've always had these abilities we've always had this knowing ancient times we've lost it we've become so disconnected from nature you will feel the pulse of life when you reconnect with nature
0: yeah. I'm always a uh, a big fan of nature therapy and just getting outdoors. And to be honest, I've been lacking that so badly. And I'm like, I was like, I can't believe I guess I knew that's my medicine. When I go away, I go on my fishing trips and things like that. I go up for up North, no cell phones, no nothing, just mother nature and me and my fishing rod. I'm at my happiest there. My, I'm just i just feel so much better and then i could just feel myself changing i just remember the drive home and i could feel myself changing because i know i'm getting back into it and as you move back down back down into civilization and you you know you pass one town and the next town gets a little bit bigger and you just can feel the density but then you make that trek all the way down you're getting into the big city into toronto and you're just like oh god it's like you just feel like you just want to do that u-turn and just kind of just continue back up there and just uh get out of dodge for a while it's yeah it's really crazy
1: yeah, I think a lot of us will feel that, especially if we are body aware and in tune with ourselves. And I've noticed that even with my children, like living here, whenever we go visit family or whatnot in the city, as soon as we hit that certain barrier on the on the highway and we get into more denser population, they get nauseous. They get really? They don't feel good. They get car sick. And it's never the other way coming back home. So I noticed that. I'm like, there must be something in the air. There <laughs> must be something in the air. And yeah, it's just like, it feels a little bit denser. And I don't want to put people at despair that live in a city I mean I lived in one most of my life there are absolutely ways to go about it you just have to be a little bit more conscious of what you're doing each and every single day and how you start your day how you protect your energy field how you manage that energy throughout the day because you're human you're gonna get triggered and it doesn't mean you screwed it up if you get pulled out of alignment when you have that conscious awareness you have that opportunity always in every given moment to override that and be like is that wait that timeline things happen in here do I want to go back to that old timeline or do I know a better way is there a better way to respond to the situation to this person this conversation whatever's unfolding in front of me right we, it's like all happening in now time <laughs> power yeah. now right yeah. so when we come back into our center and we just We own that energy. We own our energy field. Our energy field's big. That's what we're broadcasting out there, right? So when we're really strong in our energy, it's vibrant. It's impenetrable. So even if you go into the city, people will notice. They'll be like, what's up with that girl? What's she smoking? I want some of that. I'll be like, it's called prana. It's called mana. It's called chi. It's called life force energy. There's no drugs that you can get that will give you that same feeling. That's temporary. It's temporary. You can feel good each and every single day that is your birthright.
0: Yeah. And uh, for a lot of people they don't realize that they can do that. And it's part of it. but you got to work at it too. It's like, you got to kind of be mindful of it all the time. So which kind of works into the next segment here about timelines. Now, you know, there's so many people talking about timelines and I know you talk about that a lot about shifting timelines and you've made some big changes in your timelines. So for more practical idea, what are you when you mention timelines? What are you really talking about timelines? So, really, kind of get specific with that so that people who are listening or watching the video can understand like, what does it really mean about shifting timelines or timelines in general?
1: All right. So, timelines, we call them a timeline because of how we consciously experience time on this 3D dimension right it feels very sequential it feels very linear we go through a series of events even when we're driving we go from point a to point b same kind of concept so if i want to example move somewhere i'm at a current location and i got to get to point b that point b might be really far out there it might be very doesn't matter what it is now that timeline from point a to point b there's your, your work. <laughs> What's it going to take to get from point A to point B? What's your vehicle like, right? Are you driving a rusty old Toyota Echo because you're stuck in density matrix and you're running on an old crappy fuel because you're not taking care of your body? Or have you upgraded to like a Maserati that's running on super premium fuel because you did your inner work and you can just pew, narrow that gap, that distance, that space, that time to get to point B? So we experience timelines as sequential or linear events and it's entirely up to us how long this timeline can be. So, for example, if we're stuck in a dense matrix, an old way of thinking, of being, of moving, of feeling, we hold a denser energy. Our energy field is lower when it's lower, we can no longer, well, no longer, we can't even access any higher realms of consciousness, of thinking, of potentials, because all possibilities exist. Do we agree with that? We agree. Yes, all I possibilities. Appreciate you to the choir here, sister.
0: Yeah, of course I agree. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> they all exist in space and time. We can't even think that way sometimes if we're that set in our ways and our conditioning and our programming. It it can't be so. It's impossible. It's it's not for me. It's not my time. That's not for me. Like you know, like you'll find the excuses which are part of the programming. Okay, so it keeps you in a very limited scope. You're literally in a box. That box is not going to take you very far, and you're probably just going to live life going through the motions and doing the whole entertainment circuit, numbing the thing, drinking, addictions, bad relationships, all this stuff that continues to bring our vibration down and not allow us to expand and to grow and to ascend, which is really what our soul wants us to do. Right here on earth right we chose to come down here to have this human experience but also to be the bridge between heaven and earth so that we can expand and share our true potential and our gifts so if we never tap into anything greater than just this container and being brainwashed by the media and whatever paradigm is being presented to us there's your timeline
0: okay fun. so it's it's really very linear fun. so you're just basically saying it's like from like some time you're born to, let's say 75 or let's say 80 years old, you just have this linear timeline that it's like more like a genetic potential that you are just stuck in this timeline. And all of a sudden you're living this life and you're 80 years old and you look back at your life and it's just like, nothing's changed, nothing did. And you can't see the possibilities of all the different things that you could be doing that you maybe your soul wanted to do, but you got stuck in this linear time. And I think a lot of people understand that they they feel like they're stuck, Mm -hmm. whether it's kind of like the matrix that we're talking about and that's part of it. And, but then there's that linear time where you just feel like, you know, time's going by and it's the same repetitive things that you do every day. It's just this kind of constant monotone. Like you said, that's that box. You got these blinders on, you can't see. And you're just like, okay you're not even mesmerized by life you just see oh this is life this is how it is there's no possibility you can't see those possibilities because you're stuck in it
1: yeah and that's true it's i always say like your mind has to arrive at the destination before you do before the rest of you does right so okay can the you universe, just repeat
0: that i think that was really poignant
1: your mind has to arrive at the destination before you do
0: yeah you have I love to that.
1: see it you have to conceive it to receive it right Winston Churchill uh yeah so what happens too is the universe the all-loving universe God loves to get our attention this is how we can fast track our timelines it's happened to me because we have these things called events or traumas or triggers or whatnot so let's say for example I had a car accident I've had several because I didn't get uh I didn't get uh, enough uh, notice. I, apparently, I needed more severe accidents to get my attention to really start doing my work. Yes, but now we I have a new, a new potential, or a new opportunity. Something's happened that's like created a rift in this monotone day-to-day experience in this lifetime. It's only happened to get your attention. That's the divorce. That's the person getting sick. That's the getting fired or dramatic shift in your career or the moving or whatever it is. It's a significant life event. So remember when those things happen that they're not happening to you. No, no me, oh, poor me, don't go into victim mode. We really want to, and we're programmed to do it that way.
0: We can't get into victim mode. We can't say, oh, shit, poor me. You
1: can, but then what? Then what, your timeline.
0: You're still stuck in it right
1: you're still stuck in it or you can be like wait a minute there's something well something happened here my life's going to change significantly whether i like it or not so now again red pill or blue pill do you want to continue staying stuck and you're going to guess what attract the same situation the same accident the same relationship the same job it's all in cycles because time is not linear we call them timelines because we move from point A to point B. That's how we experience it in this dimension, right? But the time is cyclical. Time is layered. So now, let's say I am so done with this timeline. I can't. I can't date this guy. This kind of person anymore. i that You start to recognize things. I really hope you do. Everyone, homework. Homework. Do a little timeline of your life, and I want you to list all the things that you've experienced, whether they are accidents events, family dynamics changing, so divorce, uh, abandonment issues. This is really worthwhile. This is the gold, the alchemy. These are the questions you want to ask. These are the events you want to look at. You will very quickly start to discern a pattern. And what's amazing, this is what I do with my generational healing sessions with my clients, is we start to decode our dominant emotional theme.
0: And it's not
1: yours. It's the one you inherited. It's a genetic thing that's playing out too. So look at your family's dynamics. Is there a lot of divorce? Are there a lot of job losses? Have other family members had car accidents as well? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So now this tree, you are that tree, right? So Let's take a good look at the roots. You got to face those roots and take a deep look and see where did those imprints, those seeds come from? Who planted them? Which ancestors? So this is another deep layer. It's really powerful to do this type of work, though. I find this is where my clients have really been able to jump timelines. It's helped me tremendously. That's why... I learn how to do this. Now I offer it to my clients as well, but it's the deep stuff, the deep stuff that goes beyond this lifetime, beyond the superficial iceberg. It's that bulk. That's where all the good stuff is. Anyways, so let's say back to the situation. I cannot do this anymore. I can't repeat this type of relationship. So now what's that going to take? Why did I attract that type of person, that archetype over and over and over and over? Hmm. Okay. Okay. So now if I look, wow, when I was a child, I didn't feel loved by my father. He wasn't around. He was working all the time. I guess I have daddy issues. So I've attracted this domineering A-type personality to give me that attention. And it's not good for me. It's not in alignment with me. It's not what a relationship is supposed to be. But now I can see that I've attracted this type of person. So I'm going to look for somebody different. Same. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna look for them actually. I'm gonna change my vibe. Whoa, change my vibe. So what is my self-worth? That's what I'm telling the other person. If I am worthy of an asshole, that's what I'm going to attract if I believe that to be true. If I start to do my, now going back to the things we talked about earlier, my inner child wounding, my shadow work, I'm starting to clear away those things. They no longer hold any power over me. I start to, come into my own power. I'm fine. I'm whole. I'm complete. I'm amazing. I shift the whole paradigm for myself. So now, instead of continuing this progressive timeline of assholes, I suddenly have Mr. Right. Mr. Right is vibrating into my life because my vibe went up. I attracted a new potential. And it might just be the best relationship I ever had. So That's how it works in terms of potentials. And the thing is, when we do our spiritual work, we'll call it that divine alchemy, your vibration expands. It rises. Frequency, that broadcast, you're like a radio station, what you're emitting, you are now able to access those higher dimensions where all those potentials exist. And you get to pull them in. You attract them to come to you because so all those
0: possibilities you're attracting all at once or basically just because if you change yes. your vibration and all of a sudden the all those the higher you those go possi- the more
1: choices you have absolutely now it's so fun <laughs> I, I,
0: at that level when you get to that level are you your conscious self making those choices or is it something a little bit higher your soul mind is making those choices for you because it knows what you need the most And that's the one that's kind of finally kind of breaking through and kind of going, yeah, we're going to choose this because this is what we really want.
1: It doesn't become we, it becomes I. Because when we have opened ourselves up, we receive divine guidance, but more so we integrate those higher aspects of ourselves. What happens through this human experience, and it's still happening, it's very prevalent, is As we've gone through this journey of life, maybe through many incarnations, through these traumas, these timelines, right? We have experienced soul fragmentation. So along the way, if we've had a trauma, especially childhood trauma, we peace out for a moment. We don't want to be there. We don't want to face the fear. We don't want to face the trauma. And if we have this time after time after time, piece by piece, we start to split off. What happens is when we do that, we lose a lot of our precious life force energy, our soul, that inner knowing, that higher self that's supposed to be integrated and embodied within us. That's why we feel confused. That's why we don't know what's right for us because we're so disconnected from that source, from that truth. So through our healing process, if we... Start to reach into higher consciousness, we can draw those aspects back in through our healing work. So now we're returning back to that state of harmony, alignment, and homeostasis, right? So it's taking care of wholeness. Yeah. Get, yeah. yeah. So, so the decisions are made through us, but through our higher self as it becomes integrated with us, right? So and you'll know if you've integrated your higher self because the the voice not the voices that you hear, but maybe you hear some too, but the voice- You're speaking to a
0: psychic. So. <laughs> authoritative. It's
1: authoritative. It's a very knowing voice. Like some people ask me, like, how do you know you're supposed to move there? Like, how can you do that? How do you know? I'm like, I just know. It's such a profound level of knowing and certainty that's unwavering. So whatever happens outside of me, it doesn't sway me from my path from my timeline from my truth and I want that for everybody then this whole thing is gone because we all know what we know and we know why we're here and we know what we're here to do right that is the great mystery right now so you switch the narrative the conversation from we this is happening to me that one to this is happening for me I I'm calling this into my life. I am collaborating with this amazing person. I am worthy and deserving. Like it's a very, hmm, very all-knowing presence. That yeah, is it's, your it's,
0: it's a, it's a, Yeah, it's a really important thing because the will just correlates with the soul and the soul and together with the will, you're unstoppable that way because that's where the knowing comes from, right? And uh, it's so amazing to see when people actually connect with that because people want to know, how'd you do that? Like, how did, you, how did you get that? Like, people must call you. It's like, okay, Dorothy, how did you, how did you know? Like, what did you do? Like, what do you do? They must be asking you all the time, calling you up or emailing you. So how'd you do this? How'd you do this?
1: That's why I teach people the things. Yeah. It's more empowering. Yeah. And it's, it's true. I, I really hope people start looking at their healing process, their healing journey or the healing work that they do much deeper. So I know a lot of people are maybe just dabbling dabbling and we'll call you newbies but i don't think anybody's a newbie it's just your state of awareness and remembering you all know the things you all know the things you all have amazing abilities within you you all have psychic abilities it's just whether they're dormant or not and through people like michael or myself we're just those mirrors we're those catalysts for transformation for that alchemy that process to begin where you might learn something through him or through me and you remember that, hey, I I can do healing too. I have those abilities within my body can self-heal. Yeah. I can shift my timelines. I can use my other senses, my clairs. I can see between other dimensions, or the veil is so thin and my intuition is so strong. Like you start to <laughs> blow the cobwebs off of all the stuff that was in the closet for so long because you're powerful yeah and the matrix doesn't want you to remember that and they'll yeah. do everything in their power to pull you out of that remembering
0: So yeah. it's so and it's so easily done like it, you can you can go unconscious i've no i've caught myself time and time again just going unconscious and you, I, it, it took me a second it's like sometimes it may be taking a couple of days to kind of realize that holy shit i got caught back into this it's like how the fuck did i do this <laughs> and it drives me It, is, it try to drive me nuts, but now I have enough awareness. Now I can say, okay, pull myself out. You just got back in that old cycle again. It just, it just sometimes happens, right? Even the best of us. And uh, I mean, I'm not super consciously aware, but I'm aware enough to know now, like what my triggers are, what my shadows are. And when I get caught up in the muck and I go down that rabbit hole of, of poor me, oh, my life sucks type thing. And you get caught in that and you realize, okay, wait a minute, what, what, that's old so patterns. I gotta change that, flip the switch. I know what I'm doing. Like, let's just change that. And it's so mm-hmm. profound and so powerful. I really love that. With mm-hmm. uh, all these big changes, I know you've changed a lot of your information. Um, I know you got a new website. Uh, is the book out right now or is it still in process? Which book? Uh, As <laughs> a <yeah>. few. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: the 5D Mom is going to be out in 2022 because timelines can shift. All right. So sometimes some things will be more prevalent for you to accomplish and certain ones will shift back so just again quickly on the timeline thing the way you can see it is it's like a massive chessboard that opens right so you see all the potentials and sometimes you have to shuffle around pieces or make a different move so for me the book was supposed to be sooner but now this uh, switch in direction and the relocation is going to come first and that one's going to come later but everything gets done and think of this quote that nature never hurries yet everything is always done and we're exactly the same where what are you rushing for what are you rushing for it's all divine timing when you're in flow it'll flow it'll happen if you're met up with resistance you're out of alignment you're doing yeah. something that's triggering up this all these things to happen right yeah so yeah sorry
0: <laughs> no that's okay no because yeah i know you are you were doing a lot of creative stuff and uh i i've just seen a lot of your posts and stuff like that and you, you know you did the big change over in developing your new business and 5d bomb. so if people are looking to find you uh where can they find you dorothy
1: <laughs> on the higher planes of consciousness. I'm always there. Uh, it's a party, let me tell Besides.
0: you. Besides. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can also find me on the Earth's grid. I do a lot of grid working there, so I'll feel you out. Yeah. But uh, everybody else who is still operating in this three-dimensional sense, uh, I am there as well. So you find me on Linktree at 5 D Mom. So that's where all of my offerings are. But specifically for generational healing, for energy courses, for Reiki, it's DorothyNightReiki.ca. And there's a lot of fun and great information coming through on my Instagram page, which is at 5 D Mom. So I'm very happy to support anyone in their journey, in their process, whatever stage they're at, it's exactly where you're supposed to be on your journey right now. It's always divine timing. It's always working out for you. Oh, it's so amazing. So I openly welcome you with uh, open arms, and um, I'm just so excited. This is a very interesting no doubt, but also amazing time to be alive. And we can totally time shift all of this. I really believe that many of us will. And we will see how these two parallels, these two realities um, play themselves out in the big picture.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of us are going to be taking the uh, other pill and uh, just moving on from that. So Dorothy, you know, it's been absolutely a pleasure. I know everybody's going to be like loving this podcast. You always provide so much great information and uh, always inspiration too as well. And yes, please, if you're in the uh, 3D reality and you want to check her out on Instagram, she's got a lot of great posts there, a lot of great information. You provide a lot of information on your post and, uh, you know, I'm grateful for that. It keeps me in the loop too as well. And I know a lot of people are going to enjoy that too as well. So, but if you're looking for some healing work, you're looking for some changes, you want to jump timelines, you want to get rid of the old, talk to Dorothy. We'll get things Timeline
1: override right here, right there, now. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> Is that the
0: new book title? Timeline override?
1: That's just my caption that I use on my, uh, my online socials
0: <laughs> yeah, timeline
1: override. We can override anything.
0: Beautiful. Well, that being said, Miss Dorothy, I'm just going to close off the podcast here. So, this has been the Metaphysical Mentor Podcast with Michael Philpott. Thank you so much for joining me, and goodbye for now.